0: If there's one thing I've learned <laughs> during my time with whatever podcast this is. It's that when Drew texts you before the show and says, I have an idea for a segment we can do after the drafting's ad, you should be scared. <laughs> you should probably phone out.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Bruins and Bruins podcast. What's Bruin?
0: That's the thing. That's the thing is, we say now. That's the thing is, we've always said. Don't check the records.
1: This is season four, episode 35. Shouts to Lena Solmark of the Bruins and Bruins podcast. Hey, the Hockey Podcast Network podcast presented by Bruins diehards and Pride diehards. Diehards. Sponsored by DraftKings. I'm Drew Johnson. We're here with Cam Hasbrook. Uh no Chris, no Cat. No nobody else, just two chums hanging out, drinking beer, talking hockey. Uh, a couple Mainers. A couple Mainers. <laughs> but we aren't Mainers cuz we didn't we weren't born here or our grandparents I think we are. Were... Now
0: we we are we are actively contributing to the the society in the state.
1: <laughs> yeah, but like, you know, true Mainers are lifers. You know? fair enough but we, we're embracing we're embracing it um, yeah what you, you got you got anything to drink over there i heard a little can crack i, I do know. i do
0: um we're going a little bit west for this one <laughs> by that i mean to vermont so not like out west just hey. west of where we are <laughs> in fact actually it's very far east in general um, <laughs> this is unified press from citizen cider in burlington um, they make really, really quality cider. You can probably find it across New England. I'm not really sure where else, how far they reach out. You know, into the mid-Atlantic or that sort of thing. um Very good cider. This one is technically on the drier side. It says for the ones that they make. I think it's still pretty sweet. Um, I think most of their sliders are pretty sweet. But yeah. that being said, if you like a, you know, kind of a sweeter cider, it's not like Angry Orchard level sweet. It's not like it's too sugared up like that. Um, in fact, it tastes very like naturally apple y. I mean, obviously, it's cider, but it feels, it tastes like you're eating an apple still. It doesn't taste like an apple with a bunch of sugar juice mixed in. So, um, overall, though, really good stuff. Personally, my favorite from them um, is the Dirty Mayor. It's the cider they do with the ginger, which is right down my alley. I love a good oh, twist okay. of ginger and stuff, but mm-hmm. um, this one's probably right up there as well, uh, the Unified Press. So, drinkability gonna be pretty high. Um, like I said, a little sweet, so but not not necessarily in a sugary way. I don't think it's gonna kill you on the hangover. so drinkability, I'm gonna say thirty two and tasteability quite high. I'm gonna give it a thirty six out of thirty seven on the tasteability.
1: Nice, nice. Um, I'm also checking in from Burlington, Vermont, uh, hey. in terms of beverage. Uh, so, we got from Zero Gravity Brewing Company, we got a uh, Green State Lager. Um, and the can can probably describe it better than I can. A crisp, easy drinking Pilsner beer, noble hops in perfect balance with only the finest Pilsner malt provide a clean and satisfying brew that is as welcoming as the Green State itself. Hallelujah, Vermont.
0: What a place. Great state. Um, yeah, as I
1: told you guys, I went down to the gas station. That was, like, right down the house because I didn't want to drive. Um, and I meant to get, like, milk, snacks, and uh, some other shit. And instead of milk, I got beer. So there's, I didn't get to have uh, cereal, but at least I get to have this beer. It's worth it. That's all you need. I wouldn't mix that with any cereal. That would be. I don't know. Frosted Flakes and Green State Lager. Right? <laughs> um, <laughs> This is actually really good. It is clean and satisfying. Nice, crisp. Honestly, like a refreshing beer. Like, this is the kind of beer I'd want to have at a ski mountain, to be honest with you. Love that. Yeah, drinkability is going to be pretty high up there. It's a nice... It's a 4.9%. We're going to go... We're going to go 36 on that. Um, Tasteability... It is a little on the lighter side, but at like the same time, like the the hops do come through. Um, I'm gonna go like an 18 on the on the tasteability. Respectable. Respectable. Vermont, Vermont makes some good, some good, good, some of that good, good. That's what they that they do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we 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 got some Bruins happenings, I suppose. Um, did they even win or lose us?
0: <laughs> get to see they did lose last working. night. Oh, okay. Actually, that's a that's a good point. We are now 3-2. and two. My dad was there visiting my brother in Chicago and was was sporting a Bruce and Burns t-shirt uh, for the loss last night. So now a two-game losing streak with us in the building. We may have to it's, stay out. You know. Somebody's got to get back in the building with one of our shirts, I guess, before playoff time or else we're banned from the playoffs, which is going to be a problem. Yeah. Um, so somebody get Leave out that fourth win <laughs> and jump in there for a oh, little Bruce and Bruce stuff. But, um, yeah, coming off of back-to-back losses, one of the only times this year, maybe the only time they've lost back-to-backs yet. I know there's no. that stretch where they lost, like, they've three lost, games. they've
1: lost a couple back-to-backs. Yeah. But yeah. it's like, it's, there's always like some sort of excuse. I feel like it's like, Oh, okay. They had back-to-back games and they're tired and the other team's fresh or, um, Oh, the other team's fresh because they've been playing more and the Bruins didn't play for five days or some shit. Um, or there's like an injury or whatever. I mean, a team's going to lose no matter how good you are in the NHL. But, yeah, it's been very few and far between. I think they had like a three-game skit at one point. Yeah, that was it. That was the one we we're, were
0: freaking out about. right?
1: Yeah, we are joking like, oh, no, here we go. It's going. I think the one thing that I am honestly really afraid of um, is injuries. Yeah, more so than really any opponent out there, because mm. if you're I mean, anything can happen in the NHL playoffs. But if you have if you catch the injury bug or a couple of your key assets go down, that levels the playing field and that can happen to any team. It happens every year. There seems to be at least a couple teams that have some key injuries that Really could but have they the same hurt series. Teams right
0: now. Maybe losing Svechnikov. to what yep. I, I, I haven't heard since yesterday. But I know it was a fears of a torn ACL like that changes that team. You know I
1: mean? Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So that's and the Bruins have the depth there. So if they lose, like if you lose Krejci, would be a big loss. But at the same time, it's like I feel and we've talked about it a bit before. Like I feel like the guys we have there can fill in for a little bit though creche is one of the most clutch Bruins when it, in the playoffs um i still think you know another guy or two go down we had lindholm uh lindholm wasn't playing he had something going on uh we got Felito and hall out currently um so if it keeps tacking on that's when i get a little bit worried yeah. next man up mentality and you know providence is pretty thin <laughs> yeah, I, I will say i
0: think overall this season they've been pretty fortunate to dodge the injury bug which is kind of funny i think we were talking with connor ryan about this a couple weeks ago but for a team that was supposedly supposed to be like trying to keep their head above water because of injuries early in the season like they felt like that was going to be the storyline it really hasn't been at all they obviously got off to a ridiculously hot start to the beginning of the season they've kept that up all the year and they haven't really dealt with injuries you know a couple few and far between but no like key lengthy stretches of, of, of key players being out at least since they've come back you know since the start of the season with those you know the marshans and the mac boys who were who were out at the beginning of the season but they haven't lost a guy like a bergeron or a Postonoc for you know a week's long basis and mm. i think even with the injuries that they did sustain they've been lucky for the most part recently i think the timing especially the the ability to add a guy like Bertuzzi who I know people are like a little worried about because he hasn't like produced that much. It's been five games and it's been a road trip, like whatever. You know what I mean? I'm not worried. If he's not producing a playoff time, that's another question, but like give him a couple of weeks, everybody. Um, but it does feel like even with the injuries that they have sustained, they were, you know, they came right before the trade deadline for the most part. So they were able to quickly pivot and add some more depth, I think with where they are right now, having lost Felino and Hall for who knows really at this point, it's hockey. So mm-hmm. um, at least it looks like in the beginning of the playoffs, maybe mid, maybe the whole season, who knows? Um, it feels like those are injuries that they can get over. It's if you lose a guy like a Pasternak or a Marshand or right. a Charlie McAvoy or a Hampus Lindholm, all of a sudden that edge that Drew was talking about before, you start to lose that a lot. So. Mm. I'm not worried at this point. I think they have enough depth that they can handle an injury to a guy like Taylor Hall and be okay. But, you know, you you start the first round of the playoffs and you lose somebody early on or right before that, who is, you know, a little bit more integral to the game. And all of a sudden the dominance that we've seen all season is, isn't going to be in question. So um, health is definitely the biggest thing right now. I'm not really concerned about, I mean, obviously you don't want to get cold, like, especially with how hot they've been. You felt like, yeah at some point they are going to have to come back down to earth. They haven't yet all season. It's been remarkable. Um, now would be an unfortunate time to do it, but I'm not even really worried about it. I mean, if they go in a four game losing streak going to the playoffs, that's another question, but like they drive, they play, you know, a little bit above 500 hockey for the rest of the year and they look mostly ready. I'm not too worried about it at this point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I- I always forget that at the beginning of the season, they were without Marshawn, without McAvoy. So it's almost like that's almost a little bit comforting. Like, oh, okay, they they found it. Like, they mm-hmm. were out of the gate without those guys. But, yeah, the team's different now, and playoffs, whole different animal than, yeah. you know, doing well at the beginning of the regular season. Very,
0: very. Um, and obviously the goaltenders, too, is, is, you know, we didn't mention that, but obviously I think that goes to go, you know, without saying yeah. that. You need mm-hmm. your goalies to be healthy, especially the way Omar's played. I mean, I'm, I'm confident yeah. in Swayman, but I <laughs> there's a difference between confidence in a goalie and this guy is really putting us over the edge right now. And mm-hmm. minus Mark is putting his team over the edge right now. So yeah.
1: Omar's Omar's good. the guy I want between the pipes playoffs. Uh mm-hmm. he's the kind of goalie the way he's been playing this year. Uh he could he can win a series. You know, yeah, he can be yeah, I mean they changer. gave up
0: six yesterday was there an empty I think one of them was an empty net at least maybe two i'm not sure but like he gave up uh let's see five goals against yesterday and i was like holy shit like rare rarely poor performance from olmark like and now he had an 821 save percentage like obviously not great not the worst thing you've ever seen mm-hmm. um but like just seeing that like number five on the scoreboard and six it was like weird you haven't seen that the Bruins have been so good at keeping teams from scoring more than like two goals really against them all season. So the CS6 up there was, was jarring for sure. And I think a lot of people are firing off some knee jerk reactions from their, their armchairs. But I think, you know, again, I'm not, not too worried about a a little bit of a skid on a road trip when, you know, it's like you have weird games against teams that are not really in it, but still like, uh, you know what I mean? It can be hard to like really fire yourself up for it. I think, you know, it happens like you said, hockey's so random and, the start of this losing streak, it's like the Oilers, who like I know I I don't think are Stanley Cup favorites or anything like that, but when you're playing against the best guy who's ever touched the ice, then like it can happen. Even though I think I don't think he had a goal that game, did he? Am I wrong? I don't know. Point is I'm not too concerned about it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, well, with that, any other Bruins things you want to discuss before we go to our good old friends over at the Royal Palace?
0: Um not too much I'm looking forward to next weekend I think it is um Tampa Bay and Carolina back to back that's a good chance to kind of test your chops mm. uh, before the playoffs and they also Oh is that two day, is
1: that two days in a row or Yes
0: yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Um, And then they do have uh, two games separated by a day against Toronto and New Jersey also coming up for the end of the season. So,
1: um,
0: you know, these are teams that you're likely going to run into at some point in the playoffs. So a good, good chance to kind of measure yourself up against them before it it really matters.
1: Yeah. Chris, uh, Chris, and and then uh, Nick Godin and I on our last episode at the end, Chris read the rest of the schedule for the Bruins and we gave our probabilities of winning or losing those games. And that's that's a tough stretch. But yeah, a good test. A good test for the bees before the season winds down. Um, Yeah, so hey, DraftKings. Hey. Ready for the underdogs, the upsets, and the unbelievable action from DraftKings Sportsbook? The biggest tournament in college basketball is here right now. New customers can bet just $5.00 on College Hoops and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all customers can score no-sweat bet during round one and two of the tournament. Feel the sweat or no sweat. Because you can just go to the app, opt in, and place a no-sweat bet this weekend. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $10. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly, win or lose. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details.
0: That was DraftKings by Drew Johnson. You're listening to Bruce and Burns Radio. (laughs) 102.4. I was going for more like the NPR kind of vibe, but I don't think I was quite soft enough.
1: All right, everyone, welcome back. Some more Bruce and Bruins, or should I say the podcast formerly known as Brews and Bruins? Oh, no, oh, because if you've heard of Drews and Druids, oh no, we have, we have something a little new. Oh god. It's called CamS and Lambs. Welcome Ouch. everybody to the Cams and Lambs podcast <laughs> where we decide which attributes of lambs are also present in cam.
0: <laughs> if there's one thing I've learned <laughs> during my time with whatever podcast this is. It's that when Drew texts me before the show and says, I have an idea for a segment we can do after the drafting's ad," you should be scared. <laughs> you should probably phone out. <laughs> well, Everybody on
1: the Cams and Lambs podcast, uh, we got 10 attributes of lambs. Um, and no, we're not talking about, like, the meat lamb. We're talking about the baby lambs. It's um, <laughs> the which, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, because on um, Wikipedia, it's two different pages, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, um, Peter's probably pissed about that shit, but that's another story.
1: <laughs> a lot of this, um, these facts also come from random blogs, uh, so they're very credible. All right. And Cam, you you are the ultimate decider on this, but listeners, you can play along at home. Uh, you know, let us, let us know what you think on Twitter. You can email us at, uh, bruiseabruids at gmail.com. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know how often we check that. Uh, well, you can we email us. It. We might not read it, but you can
0: email us. No, it. It I said, that's a that. I will read it. I might just forget to read it for a couple weeks, but we'll get to it. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, tweet at us and then you say, Hey, go check your email. Then I'll, I'll go do that. Mm-hmm. But,
1: you know. Or Instagram at Bruise and Bruins. Anyway, attribute number one of a lamb. Is it like Cam? A lamb can breathe immediately upon birth. Cam, was that (laughs) true in your case?
0: (laughs) Uh, Seeing as I'm still here, I'm going to go with a yes. Okay, awesome.
1: Great. Lambs, number two, have an excellent sense of smell. Cam, what's your sense
0: of smell? Could you do it on a Bergeron scale? Yeah. strength of smoke? I think I'm going to give myself that one. I was born with pretty awful eyesight and hearing. Um, so I'm subscribing to, I don't know if it's just like a, you know, a, a myth. But like, you know how it's like, oh, if like one of your senses is bad, like sometimes you like make up for it by having like an overpowered other one. I'm going to go, I think I have a two for one or like a three for one kind of special where like my eyesight was dog shit. My hearing was fucked. All of a sudden, I got the best sniffer in the world. So I'm going to go with yes. I, I do. We're two for two so far. Yeah, we're two for two. Maybe I am a lamb. I didn't notice it.
1: <laughs> well, let's see if we can keep the hot streak rolling. Fact number three, lambs have almost 360-degree vision.
0: can No, we <laughs> will refer to the last question. Um <laughs>
1: well i Either was one 2020
0: on 360 degrees so yeah it's, it's i really was hard.
1: i was wondering if you know as a as a hockey player you know do you have that 360 degree vision
0: do you have that high hockey iq i got high hockey iq i will give myself that i think that was probably the only that skill that i had going for me As yes. actually that and hip checking i was pretty good at hip checking um but yeah uh i don't think i was naturally talented as a sniper or anything like that, but I think I uh, can read the game pretty well. So I think, you know, maybe, maybe i got a future in coaching or something. Lancey and I are going to become – There you go. When he's the GM, I'll coach for him.
1: Yeah, perfect. Um, all right. Uh, so we are two for three so far. Number four, this is a tricky one. Um, so this was actually from a blog that was giving advice on how to raise a lamb. Um <laughs> So, <laughs> good lord! Male lambs ought to be castrated within a week of being. Oh, Jesus! Within a week of being born, I'm lying off, as not doing so could lead to destructive and aggressive behavior. Cam,
0: what's your status? Uh, not castrated, proudly. Also, awesome. not in favor of it, really. That seems <laughs> fucked. Not sure how I feel about that. Well, like, eating them is one thing. Cutting their nuts off is a whole well, other. They're
1: lambs. You do that to dogs and cats? Get them neutered? Yeah, I mean,
0: it's just like... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm finding I share a lot in common with these fuckers, so I don't, you know what I mean? You start chopping their nuts. Where's the line? Okay. Where's the line? <laughs> Love it. Uh number uh,
1: so we're two for four number five hair lamb's hair is incredibly
0: soft cam how's your hair um pretty good it's actually uh thick is usually the word i get when whenever i'm getting a haircut they're always like wow you got thick hair and i'm like yeah i know they tell me that every time um <laughs> got that good hockey flow yeah i don't know i mean i like relatively soft i condition it so like i feel like i'm as opposed to the average male <laughs> Uh, probably, probably looking pretty good.
1: Hey ladies, we got a man here who knows his <laughs> products. Uh, he's taking it. That's also. right.
0: The, the bar is just <laughs> using condition. It's not like good condition. It's just like conditioner exists in my shower. All right. Hey, you'd be
1: surprised. Uh, number six. Uh, so we're three for five. Number six, lambs nibble on grass, grain, and hay a few days after their birth. Cam, were you in a few days after your birth on, the- on grass? Like hitting the grass before I.
0: No <laughs> the grass. Um, I'm going to go with no. I guess. Well,
1: number seven. In the first weeks of life, lambs depend on their mothers as their primary source of food. <laughs> Cam, are you human?
0: I am a human okay i'm pretty sure i guess i don't know you know how do you know
1: but (laughs) well if you're human you also share that attribute with lamb um fact number eight lambs are vulnerable to various diseases cam have you contracted contracted? (laughs) what what is the most recent what kind of screening is this Yeah.
0: oh good lord um no i think we're looking good um (laughs) I mean, knock it, knock on wood. I hope. I, I don't know. Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think I have any diseases that I'm aware of. I hope not. Okay. Um
1: But would you say you're vulnerable? Like, what's your uh, not tolerance, but your immune system? My, Do you feel like you've well, had? Well, that's a not really like a disease
0: system? thing, though. Wouldn't that be more of like a virus or like? Well, a, you know, I guess like so. A, like disease would imply like fucking cancer or something like i hope not I, how do you know well, you know you to get screened go get screened everybody it's well it's if you up.
1: think if you think cancer is your biggest worry lambs have a different worry and that worry <laughs> is diarrhea because diarrhea <laughs> can kill lambs if it Jesus. happens early in their life Cam. There's a lot of early in the life things going on here.
0: Yeah, it's I guess if you're raising all lambs.
1: lamb. it's lambs. It's, all, it's baby sheep. So it's so going to
0: be that. What the fuck? I'm so sorry if you're listening to this. I have to apologize. It's like the 10,000th time in this podcast for why anyone would listen to this.
1: But this is quality content, and you all know it. nothing we're not going to address the diarrhea in the room (laughs) number 10 i think that's better than we're gonna address the elephant in the room i'm gonna address the diarrhea over there in the corner um number 10 is cam share this attribute with a lamb lambs are low maintenance but always good to monitor. It's always a good idea to monitor lambs, but they still are low-maintenance. Cam! Do you think that describes you?
0: Uh, I think I'm relatively low-maintenance, yeah. I don't know if you need to monitor me, though. I,
1: well... You me. Who's to say? Well, we have a few. It's just, <laughs> yeah, it's just good gonna,
0: to keep an eye on. You don't you know you, you know, you know want to go too crazy. Don't need much intervention. It's just a little bit of a peep. I think,
1: that, I think that was more a question for Lauren to answer. We'll have to ask her next time she's on. Um, Understandable. But, uh, yeah. Right. Unless you have anything else you want to add to Cam, I think that's no, this is I don't up. think you can
0: add anything. I think this is already Mona Lisa right here, so we're like, right. Well, this so has been it.
1: an episode of Cam's and Lambs. See ya. Bye! <laughs>